Ladies and gentlemen, Mel Hagen. Welcome back! Thank you for joining us today. Um, right off the bat, I just want to point out. You know, there's not too many performances and artists now that you see where they start like that. You know, they start, you hear all the tuning up, the doom, 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 you know, like, like, you know, we saw, we, um, welcome back, by the way. Uh, we went to the show there, Megadeth. Megadeth! Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that in a minute there, but, you know, they started and it's like, BAM! Right in the song, nothing, like, it just launches into the song. You know, these guys, you see them come out, and it's just plug in, a little tune up, adjust, and then go. And then in it. Like it, I feel like that's kind of been lost now. Now it's a lot about like the whole performance. I'll say uh, the the best live show as far as an opening, like the opening of the the show itself, uh, was when I saw Queen with Adam Lambert because they did now I'm here. So like his shadow of his face saying the words will go from side to side to the middle to side to side and then they pulled the curtain back and they're there just sh yeah. killing it right away um but yeah what we saw was just pure fucking metal yeah start yeah. to finish bang Lamb no, God dude, started Lamb God. <laughs> they opened with fireworks and finished with fireworks yep yeah exactly for those who haven't been able to tell what we're listening to yet, we are listening to Mr. Merle Haggard. We're going back down to country town. Well, you know um, what? How many times have we said, hey, we haven't done enough country albums? We haven't. Then how many times have we said, hey, we haven't done enough live albums? So, hey, why don't we do a fucking <laughs> live country album? Because that's getting two birds stoned at yep. once. And this is probably one of my favorite live uh, country albums. <coughs> This is the Misery and Gin is one of my favorite I love this song. Merle Haggard songs. Fuck, I love that song. Like so for I'm those, alone, some fugitive also. I fucking love. It. I love Merle Haggard. Uh, I get my love from Merle Haggard from my father um, because of the endless amounts of times where he'd fall asleep with the DVD on loop. You know the intro screens, the DVDs. Yeah, there? yeah. It's the same like couple seconds of each song. Or I had an ACDC movie. That had this sexy girl on the the cover, or not the cover, but that the intro there, mm. the little, the play menu. She's dancing on a bowl and shit. Used to give me a little stiffy, like oh, yeah. little fucking eight year old stiff. Will is. Oh, and we're gonna have a special guest uh, coming in because he loves country, and uh, he's gonna be coming in shortly. You might hear a dog bark, so he's coming in very now. Very is that now. him? Yes, sir. Hello. Is it our guest? Hey. Look at that. Fashionably Wait. on time. Uh, yeah. 
This is uh, this is my family, guys. Lowry, okay, we're late. We're I'm honestly I'm on time. That I'm is true. Time. You know what? You are on time because it doesn't start until you get here. Goddamn right. And um, yeah, good to see you, Mr. Lowry. I mean, I'm a drummer, so I'm naturally late to arrive to places, but I'm always on time when I'm playing music. Fair. <laughs> Fair. I'm always on time when I play hockey. <laughs> yeah. So I feel you. Uh, so I'm always on time when it's supper time. <laughs> <laughs> when there's food involved, yeah, usually I'm a bit Fair. more on time, too. Uh, yeah, so we're listening to Merle Haggard. We're not doing what we said we were going to do because okay. Okay. it's Merle. a little long, and you like Merle, and I love Merle. And yeah. We all love We're country. getting Merle with it. We're getting Merle with I it. I love the Merle, I love the Haggard, love the fucking whole thing. Uh, his early days were really cool, too, because, yeah. like... He had a lot of that, uh, well, what George Jones, well, what the 50s of countries. Yeah, were, 50s and you know, 60s. Like, he has that style. Outlaw yeah, country. Exactly. Like, outlaw country is what got me into country. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. And, like, I hear the pop country on the radio today, uh, more, more or less when I was in high school, and I had a really hard time getting into it. Yep. Um, I was, yeah. like, raised on country in the sense that my, like, both my parents love it. Yeah. My mom is, it was probably her favorite genre. Yeah, my, my dad. Up there, anyways, and the my dad. Man. You know, if my dad was playing country, he was hammered. <laughs> Same with my dad. You know what I mean? That's Usually when the favorite. country, like... Merle Haggard, Buck Owens, all that shit comes out. Yeah, it's like you said too. Like your dad would fall asleep to the the movie playing, right? Yeah. Like that'd be my dad, except like he wouldn't be on a movie; it'd be the record player. It's one of the record players that the needle doesn't go back, so you just yeah. go like, Woof, boom, yeah, the whole night. <laughs> yeah, my dad there like <laughs> fucking just hammered empty bottles and cans. And, yeah. Yeah, no, we fucking. That's where I'm at. Oh, from that, though, I love Merle Haggard. Because oh, yeah, like, the tunes. And also, you know, I used to play it with uh, my dad's band, Rocky River. I used to play Lones of Fugitive and a bunch of old country tunes like that with them. So it kind of, you know, led me to love Merle Haggard. Fuck yeah. And he's part of Outlaw Country, like you said. Yeah. For those who don't know, Outlaw Country is just like. It's like Johnny Cash yeah, and like classic. Like all people who were outlaws, like Willie, Johnny Cash, yeah. Waylon, um, Chris Christopherson, yeah, yeah. yeah. the Highwaymen, yeah. Fuck, I love Chris Christopherson. Uh, Hank Williams, oh, yeah. yeah. Merle Haggard's also part of. Oh, I love this song. To the bar. Uh, Merle Haggard's also part of the Baker Bakersfield Sound, which is a subgenre of country music. Um, that's like where Buck Owens, uh, Dwight Oakham, okay. Mel Haggard, all those guys kind of came from that era, like uh, area, not era, area. And then, I was like, I yeah, figured you certain meant sound area. I don't know. It's, uh, I can see, I can see the, I can see the. <laughs> I can see the comparisons of yeah. Dwight Yoakam. Uh, yeah, like it's e- like even Hank Williams Jr. Uh, Hank Jr. I got some Hank Jr. Yeah. Um, it says here Bakersfield Sound was <coughs> the first I have a country album. Doubles that you probably like to see. Yeah, it says here that this uh, Bakersfield sound is the first <coughs> subgenre of country uh, to be mainly inspired and influenced by rock and roll. 
So that's that's what Bakersfield sound is. It's like a lot of the country is more backbeat instead of just two steps and like yeah, you know. Um, but it's bordering on it. Though. Yeah, yeah. It's bordering on it, but no, I. Two of the most successful are Metal Hatter and Buck Owens. Some of my favorite country albums that I've heard are live country albums. Yep. There's something about when they play it live that's Like just, Johnny Cash uh, live. Man. Any of the live ones Johnny Cash does is phenomenal. Um, Merle's, uh, I'm trying to think of the, the album that they remastered it and they kept some of his concerts in there. And, like, those are the, well, this is the one we're doing today. This is one that you've pulled out a few yeah. times drunk. Yeah, because <laughs> it's got a good collection of tunes. Oh, it's, it's got, a great like, collection of tunes. It has all my favorite. I have a David Allen Co. album that that's my go-to when I'm uh, when I'm feeling good, you know. T. Um, Graham Brown too, the first one because my I'm, dad he was a freak for that album. Should we uh, should we mention how Mr. Merle Haggard got into country music? Because it's actually because of another country legend who we've mentioned. The reason, like the reason he started playing music, was because of that guy, right? Yes, right. Pretty sure. Yeah. No, it's not George. It's Buck Johnny. Because he was in oh, prison. So, yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You told me this. <coughs> he, he was incarcerated several times. Right, like, should we uh, tell the audience something that I know that you guys don't <laughs> seem like you know? About, uh, about you guys shut up when I tell a story. Well, okay, like, Brad. Okay, Brad. That's our, that's our story. Teach you guys, us. You guys can talk. Teach us. I'm we are your students, and you are the Merle Haggard teacher, and I want to know this damn story right now. Well, he got incarcerated. What do you do? Childhood, I don't know. Uh, I think uh, it was... um see him robbing banks, dude. Well, yeah, it was kind of like a lot of robbery and like just petty stuff. Not petty stuff, but like he never did anything really intense like kill someone. It was just like burglary and armed robbery. You mean he was never caught killing someone? True. Very good point. Meryl looked like a motherfucker who could keep a secret. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I wouldn't, I wouldn't step to him. You no. Know? <laughs> fuck no. I wouldn't fuck with so him. So his dad died pretty old, uh, pretty young. Uh, like he was nine when his dad died. <coughs> and he, that's what affected him. And then basically uh, he, uh, yeah, he started getting in trouble and she sent him to do a juvenile detention center for the weekend to try and correct him, but his behavior did not improve. Shit. That's not. And it got it got worse. And by 13, Haggard was stealing and writing bad checks. He was caught shoplifting and sent to juvie. Following year, he ran away to Texas with his friend Bob. Bob. Yeah. The two rode freight trains and hitchhiked throughout the state. When they returned later, the two boys were accused of robbery and sent to jail. And uh, anyways, pretty much he went in and out of jail for quite a while. Until he saw Mr. Johnny Cash in San Quentin. And he, he was in San Quentin? Yeah. No way. Yeah. Maybe That's what influenced him to... Maybe fucking in San Quentin. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> they be fucking? They be old. They be yeah, well, I bet you. Uh, probably. But yeah, no, that's what it is. Uh, he, uh, after his... I had no idea. He was in San Quentin when Johnny Cash did the live album there. Um, while at San Quentin, Haggard started gambling, blah, 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 blah. Uh, and yeah, it is. he also played for the prison's country music band, attributing a performance by Johnny Cash at the New Year's Day. I don't know if it's the one that's recorded, 
But that's his main inspiration to join the band after he saw Johnny Cash, and then when he was released from San Quentin, thus became Merle Haggard's music. There you that's go. That's a motherfucker that has dedication right there. Fuck like, yeah. Sitting in prison, <clears throat> you know, you're, you're on a bad path. Nothing's going your way. You know, you lost your father young. <laughs> you know, robbing people and you're in prison. Then you see Johnny Cash playing, you know, I'm gonna fucking do that. Yeah. And, and he fucking and does, it. does it. Yeah. And well, not just done it. doing it, but no, he's doing it fucking well to the top level. Yeah. When people think of country music, he is one of the first names that come to mind. Oh, yeah. For me, yeah. If someone wants to get into country, I'm, the first name I'm probably gonna say is Merle Haggard. Second name will probably be like Waylon Jennings. Waylon Jennings, the third song. I, I gotta walk Waylon Jennings a lot. And it's, a lot of it's because I really like his son. Yeah, sure. sure. Yeah, he's good. He's really so good. good. This, is, <coughs> this is one of my favorite medleys he does with the running kind, and then right into, <coughs> um, right into Lonesome Fugitive. Like, just perfect yeah. transition. Yeah. This song, boys, oh. we need a country night soon. Yes, sir. Have a bunch of boys over, play poker, and listen to country We records. should do that at fucking their place, because Josh has like fucking 20,000, well not 20,000, at least like 40 to 50 good country albums that we bring all ours in this fucking big old country shindig. Country, uh, yeah. I got a few good ones. <laughs> we don't start chewing tobacco that night. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, they did cocaine too. We can really party. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Johnny Cash popped a million thousand pills. Fuck. Now that my dad, like I have his albums, I have quite a few good country albums myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember when we went up there to look at it, and we were just pulling out good stuff after good stuff. Oh, yeah. Merle Haggard, Waylon. Bought a lot of doubles too. Yep. You know, but uh, even then, once you. Take the doubles out and just keep the best versions, mm, best okay. copies of it. It's still a couple hundred, I'd say. That's cool, actually. During the Can't announcement. Pressure. Yeah. pressure. Yeah. <laughs> um, during the announcement, like in the middle of the song, you hear it on the uh, intercom there in the arena. Intention, like, don't jump on the the balcony. Uh-huh. So if you watch the video, they shot this live on video too, and you can see the balcony. Is this boom, the movie boom. your old man has? Uh, no, he has uh, Austin City Limits. That's the one. Okay. Right here. Right in the lens. Um, yeah. This is 1981. Uh, 1984. My dad. I want to bring his concert ticket board here. That's such a trip to look at, man. Even your dad, he's got those set up. He's like, who's that? And he'd read the names off to me. I was like, oh. I wish I would have seen Motorhead. Yeah. That's one of the coolest fucking things, man. He saw Merle Haggard, too, but it was obviously like last time around there. Really? Yeah, when did he pass? 2018? Uh, 2016. 2016. 2016. So, yeah, it was, uh, you know. Yeah, his last album wasn't very long ago. Fuck, his last album probably came out this year or something like that. No one, yeah, well, he's probably got shit in the vault. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because that's a very long career, you know? Yeah. Well, in total, he has 66 studio albums. <laughs> so, 68 wow. studio albums, 
eight live albums, 26 compilations, and he had 38 number one singles. So that's, Jesus Christ. That's quite the career if you, if you put it into the aspect of that. How many, how many platinum albums? Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure. Either way. By Mark. Unless, unless he only has gold No, no, he has platinum for sure. Oh, I would assume, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Um, I'm just going to see. But. Because he's one of the most popular country artists of all of time. Of all time, for sure. Uh, April 6, 2016, um, he died Bless on you. his birthday. He died on his birthday. That sucks. Yeah. Well, your born day is your death day. Exactly. Your born day. <laughs> born, born, born day. Um, I was just gonna. Say, I was just trying to see here. Uh, we were all born and we were all dead. <laughs> he's a he's a Kennedy Center honor. Um, he's in the Country Music Hall of Fame. He's in the Grammy Lifetime Achievement Award. Um, Do you think he'll ever be holy Jesus. in the Country Hall of Fame, bro? Who, me? Yeah. Probably not. I see you putting out a great country album. I mean, yes, I do see myself doing that, but I don't know if I do, uh, I don't know if I'd get the, I don't know if I'd get that. I don't think so. I'm trying to see how many, uh, albums he had that were platinum, but I don't, I'm not seeing it, Willer. Fair enough. It's okay. I don't have to know. Well. But I would have liked to have known. Me too. Wikipedia's not being, uh being helpful today. Look at Brad not coming in with the information. I know, I know. I feel like I'm disappointed. I'm in entirely disappointed with this experience. <laughs> um, ah, think, 38 uh, number one hits. A U.S. Sound I think uh, we've ran out of... Uh, yeah, the, uh, you're right. We have ran out of wax on this side. So uh, we're going to do a flipper Runaui. Come back with Merle Haggard. Side two. Side two. Hey, mama, say the way you move, go way you sweat. Wrong one. That's your fault, Will. <laughs> we got all of this combined. What's, what's the word we're starting on? It's, it's time. Alright, three, two. It's time to flip the record, but I'm stoned. That was a dirty string. Try it again, try it again. Come on. Okay. <laughs> It's time to flip the record, but I'm stoned. I don't want to get up because I'm stoned. It's time to flip the record, but I'm stoned. And I don't want to get up. Sing it first, Will. Whoa, whoa, whoa. 
That's about as good as we're getting. <laughs> Make the most money you ever made. Yeah. Sell a fucking okay. garbage bag for 13 cents. Welcome back to another side. Oh, oh we'll start at the record. I was like, oh, shit. No, I clicked the record. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's dope. It's kind of like when they start Rogan or something. Oh, we're recording? Yeah. yeah. Good talk, you know? Yeah, I like that. That's new. Yeah. That's new to the podcast. Um, and we're back for side two. Yes, sir. Will. How the hell are you? Oh, you know, not too bad. Not too bad. Just, uh, you know, hanging out. In the 2022, working, working. <laughs> right, I feel like you man. should star in every country music video of all time. I just see you. Just in the background, too. Just having that fucking here. beer at the bar. <laughs> Tipping his hat to a buddy or something. <laughs> I see it. Steel toe kicking. Yeah. They have a, the fucking, I just see, like, you guys with a nice little country music video, you know? Will just, you know, walking. Hey, a picture over here. I'll have a blonde. He sits down at the table, and then, you know, you guys come up, and he just yells, Freebird! <laughs> you know, the then end. you guys would have to play Freebird yeah. for your music video. But Stay tuned at the end of the video. But instead of Freebird, you could say, like, Bury the memories! There you go. Yeah. And then you'd be like, Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> but you gotta yell it at the same velocity and like power that you do at the line. Yeah. Freebird! You like let it do it. Yeah. <laughs> Will is the guaranteed freebird man. Anytime we, ha- we have a show, uh, he-, he yells. At least bird. once. At yeah. least once. Too. Even if we don't have a show, sometimes you just yell freebird. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> just like, I mean, you gotta fuck with them. You know, you gotta fuck. <laughs> um. Yeah. You, you little cut breaker, you. Yeah. What Side two. Uh, Angel's fucking frog cup there. Oh. Had a frog inside. What? Yeah, I don't know. It's some what? cup with a frog inside of it. Oh, a gla- not a real frog. A glass frog. Though this is a pretty short album, so it leads me to believe that there potentially was more... That were played I would so. assume so. There's a lot of cuts on live albums. Especially old country albums. Like, I'm just going to look it up here. 19, not 1891. 1981. Rainbow Stew. You're looking it up on Sightless? Yeah. Sightless FM. For those who don't know what Sightless FM is, that's a great little place if you uh, have seen a lot of... Uh, Concerts and one of the concerts. Um, yeah, if you've seen a lot of concerts and you want to build a, a little collect, a little memory log of all the concerts you've seen, it's a good little place. You create an account and you can say I was there, and you know it shows you all the uh, all the tour, like all the shows you've been to. Okie dokie, or Muskoki. Holy shit, a macaque. Alright, so, the average set list for a year, the 1981, the 1981, here, I'm going to see, hold on here, uh, I, I, I don't know, okay, that's all high, the average, the average set list, 
Oh, we're recording the podcast. I forgot too, Brad. Sorry. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Merle Haggard. Live. I'm trying to figure out in what year Oakland. this album is. 1981. It's 81. Yeah. Uh, how are your records coming along? How many you got now? Two. <laughs> <laughs> right now. I played, I played George Jones. Ta two. Yes, <laughs> two. Ta two. What the fuck do you say Anaheim? Oh, it doesn't matter. It won't fucking search. N A A N A M A H E I M. I'm digging. Yeah. I'm digging. I'm digging. That's probably wrong too. If it's wrong, well then fuck. Fuck the Anaheim. Alright, so this is from the Grand Ole Opry in 1981. Uh, this was recorded in 1980. Oh, in Anaheim? This was recorded in Anaheim. This was the, the show, the set list I'm looking at is Grand Ole Opry. Okay. It's the same tour. Um, and it starts with Misery and Gin and Honky Tonk Nighttime Man. I miss Misery and Gin. Old Man from the Mountain. Uh, holding Things Together. Rambling Fever. Every Fool Has a Rainbow, Rainbow. Daddy Frank, like, he did fucking 23 songs. Wow. And How many songs are on here? Yeah, I just flipped over there. Well. How many songs are on here? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 11. So, you know, there's about a half a show cut out from yeah. there. Mm. That's dirty. You said 6? Well, well, I said 13. Uh, 2, 4, uh, 6, 8, 10... Well, no. <laughs> six on this side? Yeah, there's six there. But, so it's 12. It should be 12. It's 11. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. Yeah. Oh, produced by, okay. produced by <laughs> Merrill Haggard. It's not a song. <laughs> <laughs> yep, we've been smoking again. <laughs> <laughs> Are we sure? Yeah, yeah no. I Woo! <laughs> that's awesome. That's, that's typical. Typical. It's like 50% of my days. Typical. So, uh, Haggard moved from MCA, which is the record company, and but he still owed MCA two records, so this was one of the two records that he put out under MCA just so they could ha- be happy and fuck off. Um, and, yeah. And this LP is notable for showcasing the talents of Haggard's backing band, The Strangers. Yeah, the live band on this album sounds fucking amazing. The Strangers are a great fucking uh, band. Did they have their own albums? Probably. Honestly, probably. Oh, just... We didn't mention it, but I'm drinking Nicola Lalou. Uh... Meryl Haggard's last song was 2015. Oh, yeah. Timeless. Uh, it, it is a peach, a white peach spritzer. Uh, so it's a lightly sparkling wine beverage. Lightly sparkling. That does, that's not grammar. Lightly sparkling wine beverage. Should it be light sparkling or uh, lightly sparkled? 
or something so it's lightly sparkling. I think you should just start drinking real drinks. Exactly. Well, I was just trying it. It's 5%, man. You can get fucked up on these things. These are like juice. I'm, I'm sure. Uh, but, you know, it's the only thing that I had, and uh, pay week is this week. Apparently, this is good at... Uh, it's portable, so you can drive and drink. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it chills quickly. Uh, you can use it for picnics, and it's great for a barbecue. So it means you can cook it with barbecue. Right? You cook it on the barbecue. Yeah, you yeah. can uh, eat a can for a picnic. Yeah. And then uh, you can drink it in the middle of winter. It's a little sofa car. Nice. Yeah. Alright, so that's what I'm drinking. They're drinking Coca Cola's because they're fucking doing cocaine over here. Well, they'd rather drink Coca Cola than whatever the hell you're drinking. At least I can potentially get drunk off that. Well, you can get a little sugar high. Sugar high. Sugar high. Okie dokie. Well, it's everyone's favorite time. There is no Robert Crisco, unfortunately. But all music critic Stephen Thomas Gay at Erlwyn, what a cool name, Erlwyn, Erlwyn, calls the album a wonderful swinging album that brings a new spin not only to classics like I'm a Lonesome Fugitive and Sing Me Back Home, but also to Hag's newer songs. You're a Hag's newer song. Yes, I am. Yep, the bad Woohoo! This should just make you want to your fucking feet. Yeah, I know. Dance around the room there. This is one where you're swinging and uh, dances. You play this, they're swinging. Yeah. Especially fucking the Nailers there. Oh, yeah. Whee! They're flying. <laughs> yeah, no, you can't. Uh, yeah, just hope that. Hope that they're like in the middle of a turn, like when they hit you, because, like, if not, like, man. Yeah. Have you ever gotten hit by someone when you're dancing? Well, like ran into, like yeah, like yeah, but hard, yeah. like really hard, like one where you're like boom, boom. Whoa. No, no, no. I see it happen. happen. Yeah, I've, I've seen oh, it happen. But uh, now, do you say do doesn't you think happen it, very often? It doesn't. Okay, that's what I was gonna ask. Does it happen more than you think? Or yeah. Well, most of the people who go to dances are people who know how to dance. Oh, yeah. So, so if I like, went there, I'd be fucking so like, killing them. Yeah, no, if you're, if you're learning, if you're learning, learning there. fall and break their head. Yeah. You're learning how to dance. Uh, you better pull your fiddle out. Not right now. Not that no, bad. That's the one you have at home. I know. It's songs like this that make me want it more and more. It's a wicked, like, dedication. Like... For what it's worth, like, plus it'll be my first instrument I'm fucking learning. So, there you uh, go, there you go. You it's know, like golf, very... golf's the first fucking real sport I've learned. Because I can't do it in any sports, so I've tried. That's... I haven't. I've played a lot of them on, any, on the PS4, but... Is it skipping? Oh yeah, it is skipping. <laughs> <laughs> you want to just tap the turntable there, Will? There you go. Well, you tapped it too hard and make it stop. <laughs> See what happens when I come on to these goddamn podcast boys. Jesus Christ. Were we close to the end? I think that was the last song, wasn't it? Oh, no. Sing me back home. Just throw it in the middle there. Well, that's okay. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Sorry. It wasn't the worst set, but like... <laughs> <laughs> 
That was actually pretty close. We just gotta listen. To that's one of my favorite things that's ever happened on the podcast. <laughs> Hits the third dinosaur and then it stops, <laughs> puts it back on right where he took it off. I looked. I was looking at it while I was fucking skipping. So like, yeah, that was good. Um, yeah, yeah. What were you gonna say? Nothing. No. Uh, the steel guitar player on this album actually is now playing with Haggard's bro- uh, sons. It's skipping again, so just t- top of the leg. A little harder. You did it, you did it. There you go. <laughs> that, you know what that is? It's probably one piece of dirt that not can, that can get, knock it out. Yeah. It's a little scratch there. Uh, it might be that too. A little piece of plastic. Oh, Brian, you're so scratchy. <laughs> but that's cool that the, the, the his steel guitar player is still playing with his sons, Merle Haggard's sons. Yeah, that's cool. awesome. That's pretty cool. I'm not familiar with Merle Haggard's sons. They're fucking great. They have a video where they, they have do a, band a tribute. Together? I don't know if it's together, but they have a video on YouTube where they are together singing. And uh, they sing Running Kind and Lonesome Fugitive. Yeah. And have you seen that one? Uh, Robin Kind is sung by one. And then when Ben takes over and does Lone Supreme with Ben. Oh, yeah. Like, his voice is like, yeah, no, wow, he, that's Merle Haggard. He, he is know. Merle Haggard. You can tell. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't look like, the other guy looks more like Merle Haggard than him. Yeah. But Fuck, he's not old either, right? Ben, I mean, right? Yeah, no, he's not. And he sings like, just like his dad. Yeah. No, he's fucking good. Gordon Terry is the fiddler player there. Ben and Noel Haggard perform Merle's hits as tribute. That? What? Yeah, yeah, that's fantastic. I'll have video. to give that a wee listen later on. Oh, Thank you for the music rack on deck. <laughs> if you want more rack on decks, go on Tunage on YouTube. And my buddy Brad here will give you some recommendations. That is true. We're coming back. You like that? Thank you. Like that? Thank you. Yeah, I switched up the format. That's what I do. I'd do it for you if you had something. I would. I think I'm only doing Tuesday and Thursdays now. I can't do four videos a week. No, it's hard now that you're working a full schedule. So I'm doing two during the week, so it'll be probably Tuesday and Thursday and then Saturday. We've got to so. get a day in the week where we can just pump out two podcasts and then post two a week. Yeah. You know, because yeah. then we'd only have to get together fucking... Well, for podcasts, yeah, anyways, yeah. four times. Like, what? Okay, okay. You, you mean post two every week? Or two, we record two and then post one on each week? Uh, okay. <laughs> I think we should stock up. Well, yeah, I definitely think I we did should like putting two a week, but now it's like one a week if we're lucky. Yeah. Well, last week, last week we did miss because we were both pretty busy there with the show yeah. and the rehearsals. And then all oh, your stuff going on too, but uh, this week we'll come back. Then we'll be back more. Uh, guess who's singing backing vocals uh, on this album? Ricky Martin, Bonnie Owens, Bonnie's the life. And then guess who's singing as well? Mm-hmm. Willie Nelson. And then guess who's singing as well? Johnny Paycheck. So all three of those boys come on at some point during the show. That's Bonnie. Uh, excuse me. Ooh. This is his tour for uh, Back to the Bar Rooms again. Because that's the last album that he did. 
So yeah, all music came at four, uh, three point five out of five. There's no chart stuff, so who knows? But there you go. Thank you for tuning in today on a beautiful episode of DVD Grooves. Um, we hope you have enjoyed this episode and the Merle Haggard and the jingle and all the fun we've had today. Uh, we're all really baked. <laughs> They're all sitting here. And I'm, I'm just talking to myself at this point. Yeah, no. It's, I may have zoned out a little bit. I mean... You know what happens. You know... Don't judge me. I smoked five joints today. I'm not judging at all. Not more. Not Probably all. more now that I think about it. It's been a long day. Yeah, it's been a long day. Night is golfing. young. We did some golfing. Night is young. <laughs> I picked up craft dinner and go to bed nah, after this. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. I picked up uh, Viva La Bam. Picked up a new hobby. Yeah. Golf. We should do that sometime, boys. You're a new hobby kind of guy. I do. I, I do. You, those, you, yeah. you do. You like looking for new things. I like that about you, Brad. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. Pipe tobacco, I got into that, that was cool. Now I'm into the hobby cigars. You watched that there. fucking doc on Netflix and now you're the F1 guy. Yeah. You're the F1 guy. I know you as the F1 guy. <laughs> <laughs> Brad, Brad who? Oh, the like F1 the, guy. The drummer, the, the F1 guy. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, no, you were the drummer, but now you're the F1 guy. Yeah. You're the and, F1 guy that drums. Now I'm the up-and-coming golfer. <laughs> Let's call you Brad Woods. Oh, no, please. You tie your fucking addiction. <laughs> I, yeah, no, I, I don't drive my SUV hammered on roads that are fucking crazy. Guy, if I were Tiger Woods, I would. Why not, dude? Man, he's fucked. He sucks at golf now. I watched a bit of the Masters. Hi. He, he came in like 40th. That's bad. It's still Tiger Woods, though. It's still Tiger Woods. You can't say he, he sucks at golf. No, I, I mean, yeah, he doesn't suck. He's way like yeah, a thousand he's times better than me. And a thousand times better than I'll ever be. I'm just doing it as a hobby. But these guys who are fucking on the top of those things, man, they're Imagine nuts. though you just had the swing of an angel and you made it to the major league. I'd fucking I'd be okay. Get sponsored. Limited edition fucking tailor made Brad Riley's. <laughs> That'd be cool as shit. Brad Riley's the Riley. The Riley. The Riley Club. Alright. Well that's it. Mm-hmm. Riley made. <laughs> Merle Haggard. Riley made. There you go. Riley made tur- Taylor made. Uh, Riley made Taylor made. This has been Merle Haggard live, live in uh This Anaheim, has been an Oklahoma. experience, one that I enjoyed. Thank there you, you all. Exactly. So much. Thank you for coming on. Well. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me on, guys. It was an absolute pleasure. Tell, uh, tell the folks where they can find you and what you're up to. <laughs> they can they can find me at gofuckyourself.fucking.com. There you go. Okay, don't look me up. Don't come and see me. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're ever in the Thank area, you, there, you don't want to give out your Instagram. You see a big white van <laughs> driving around. <there. laughs> the your only fans. Which is Will fucking milking cows. Oh, Jesus. Like shirtless, shirtless, finger blast me yeah, shirtless. shirtless milking shirtless cows. cows. <laughs> Just singing Merle Haggard. Have a little milk yeah. on your face there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gets thirsty, starts sucking the cow's teeth. Uh, yeah, lick my lips, lick a little shit off it at the same time. And <laughs> bonus, added bonus. I I think you would get a 
clean cow if it was for OnlyFans. Yeah, you'd at least clean the other. If you're premium, anyways. If you're premium. You gotta clean those teats, man. Oh, you gotta... No, you cannot not clean them. Okay, let's say that. You gotta clean it with your mouth. (laughs) There was no harming of animals involved in this. Will does not suck... We don't hurt animals, and you shouldn't either. (laughs) This was another episode of DVD Grooves. We hope you enjoyed it, and we will catch you next time. Adios, amigos. Peace. Have a good one.